Welcome to the Choose You Netcast. This is Jim Langlois with the word from Joshua 24, 15. Choose you this day whom you will serve, but as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. It's my prayer that this netcast will encourage and cheer you on as we join forces to draw the line in the sand, defending our faith and our households in the resurrection power of Jesus. Join me each weekday as we dig deeply into God's amazing word and bring up the rich treasures of his blessings. Are you ready? Choose you this day. Whom you will serve. But that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. I said, choose you this day, whom you will serve. But that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house. Good morning, NetWorld, and thank you for tuning in. We're continuing in our series titled The Family Bible Revolution, an end-time message for his generational blessing. And we've been talking about eight great fathers of the faith, Abraham, how he was given instructions by the Lord to command his children and his household that they keep the way of the Lord. And due to his obedience, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. As a matter of fact, all the families of the earth will be blessed, is what it says in another verse. And then Moses, he wrote it down as a law in Deuteronomy 11, 18, where he said to teach them to your children when you sit in your house in the evening and in the morning. And then Asaph mentioned the law in Israel in Psalm 78 about making them known to your children that they may have hope in God. And then Isaiah prophesied, that there would be coming a voice of one in the wilderness to prepare ye the way of the Lord. We know who that is. And Malachi prophesied the coming prophet who will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the hearts of the children to their father. And then John the Baptist came in the spirit of Elijah and the prophetic word that he will turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of the children to the fathers and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to prepare them for the Lord, just like Isaiah prophesied. And then Jesus declared that John was the one to come to prepare the way of the Lord. And Peter, in his message after the day of Pentecost, he brought it full circle when he said, In Abraham's seed, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Well, what was that seed? The seed is the word of God. How did it get planted? It got planted in Abraham's home by commanding his children and his household in the ways of the Lord. And it became a law. And Isaiah prophesied it, and John said it would be one of the great returns, one of the end-time events of the great revival, and Jesus verified that, and Peter was preaching, this is the seed of how all the families of the earth shall be blessed, and you and I are here as a result of the greatest evangelist in the world, Abraham himself, how he lit the lamp in his home, put it on a lampstand, brought the word there, and raised his family and his household in the ways of the Lord. What was the message that John the Baptist preached in Matthew chapter 3, verses 2 through 3? Jesus also preached the same message in Matthew chapter 4, verse 17. And Peter also preached the same message in Acts chapter 2, verse 38. And finally, Paul preached the same message in Acts chapter 17, verse 30. What was the message? Well, let's read Matthew chapter 3, verse 2 through 3. John the Baptist was saying, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. For this is he who was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah, saying, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. 
And Jesus, in Matthew 4.17, it says, From that time, Jesus began to preach and say, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And Peter said to them in Acts 2.38, Repent, and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And then Paul said in Acts chapter 17, verse 30, Truly, these times of ignorance God overlooked, but now commands all men everywhere to repent. And then even the angels rejoice. In Luke 15, 10, Likewise, I say to you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. What's the message? It's summed up in these words. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. In Isaiah 40, verse 3, it's described as a highway for God. The voice of one crying in the wilderness, it says, Prepare ye the way of the Lord, make straight in the desert a highway for our God. The Spirit-Filled Life Study Bible says that this clearly indicates that God's ultimate return is through the Messiah. And the Bible Knowledge Commentary says, Raising the valleys and lowering the mountains refer in hyperbole to workmen leveling or smoothing out the roads on which a dignitary would travel when he came to visit an area. Today, an equivalent is roll out the red carpet. And then Matthew Henry's concise commentary says, And may the Lord prepare our hearts by the teaching of his word and the convictions of his spirit, that high and proud thoughts may be brought down, good desires planted, crooked and rugged tempers made straight and softened, and every hindrance removed, that we may be ready for his will on earth and prepared for his heavenly kingdom. Wow, that's really good. And then this description we find in Isaiah chapter 35, verses 8 through 10. It says, A highway shall be there, and a road, and it shall be called the highway of holiness. The unclean shall not pass over it, but it shall be for others. Whoever walks the road, although a fool, shall not go astray. No lion shall be there, nor shall any ravenous beast go up on it. It shall not be found there, but the redeemed shall walk there. And the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with singing, with everlasting joy on their heads. They shall obtain joy and gladness, and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. Wow, that's the straight road in the desert, a highway for our God. How can we prepare, and when will this be? Jesus said in Matthew twenty-four, thirty-six through 39, But at that day and hour no one knows, not even the angels of heaven, but my Father only. But as the days of Noah were, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. For as in the days before the flood, they were eating and drinking, marrying and giving in marriage, until the day that Noah entered the ark, and did not know until the flood came, and took them all away, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. And this brings us back to the master of the house. Matthew twenty four forty two through 44 Watch therefore. For you do not know what hour your Lord is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known what hour the thief would come, he would have watched and not allowed his house to be broken into. Therefore you also be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. And then Matthew chapter 24 verses 45 through 47. Who then is a faithful and wise servant whom his master made ruler over his household to give them food in due season? Blessed is that servant whom his master, when he comes, will find so doing. Assuredly, I say to you that he will make him ruler over all his goods. 
Yeah, make sure your lamp, the lamp of the word, is lit in your home, and make sure you have plenty of oil. Because Matthew 25, 1 through 13 says, Then the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lamps and went out to meet the bridegroom. Now five of them are wise and five were foolish. Those who were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. But while the bridegroom was delayed, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight a cry was heard. Behold, the bridegroom is coming. Go out to meet him. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil, for our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, No, lest there should not be enough for us and you, but go rather to those who sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came, and those who were ready went in with him to the wedding, and the door was shut. Afterward, the other virgins came also, saying, Lord, Lord, open to us. But he answered and said, Assuredly, I say to you, I do not know you. Watch, therefore, for you know neither the day nor the hour in which the Son of Man is coming. Who's supposed to watch? The master of the house. What is the message? It's summed up in these words. Prepare the way of the Lord. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. How can the master of the house watch? Just like Abraham did. Remember the six steps to the family Bible revolution? How do fathers and mothers fulfill their biblical role at home? How did Abraham do it? Open the Bible. Read it to your family. Discuss it for how it should change your thinking and living. Pray for one another, the saints and the lost. Do it at the beginning and end of the day. Now you're trained. Go do it. Remember Deuteronomy eleven eighteen through 19 says, Therefore you shall lay up these words of mine in your heart and in your soul, and bind them as a sign on your hand, and they shall be as frontlets between your eyes. You shall teach them to your children, speaking of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and when you rise up. Well, what plans can we do? How do we work that out? Well, you could do this every day. You could do it Monday through Friday. You could do one chapter a day. You could read the New Testament, Old Testament, or both Testaments. You could work on the Gospels, Book of Proverbs, Psalms, Paul's letters, Revelation. Make up your own plan. Just take your time. Take a few minutes in the morning and a few minutes in the evening and minister to your family. Keep the light of God's word burning. Don't ever run out of oil. That's the Spirit of God. Keep the Spirit bright and passionate in your home. You see, there are five essentials for the family Bible revolution. There was family worship. We discussed that. We gave the six points on how to do it. It's in the house. It's in the morning and evening. It has to do with teaching and speaking and prayer, worship, and the word. We talked about the spirit, the gifts, and the prophetic. We talked about the gospel, the word of faith, and the Apostles' Creed. And then the second part is authority, the ones who have been given the authority to do family worship at home. We know that God the Father is in authority, then God the Son, then God the Holy Spirit. We know there are three basic areas of authority on the earth, the civic or corporate government, then the church and its government, but then the domestic, the house, you and I, mothers and fathers, grandparents. It's the domestic authority. It's the master of the house. It's first the husband or father, then the wife and the mother and the children obeying that authority. And then there are singles who have authority as the master of their home, grandparents, adoptive parents, foster parents, and even guardians. They can all be the master of the house. Not only do they have authority, but the third part of the 
Family Bible Revolution is appointed and anointed. Yep, they're appointed and anointed, just like a king, a prince, a priest, a prophet. Well, so is a father, a husband, a mother, a wife, and the master of the house. They've been appointed and anointed because they've been given authority to do family worship and open the word of God in the home and keep the light lit in the home. It's how Abraham evangelized the world. And then we spoke about the fourth essential, which was generational, means this has to be done together. It should include the family, the children, the siblings, young adults, singles, grandparents. It's where mentoring and modeling or discipleship actually takes place. And finally, the fifth essential is church worship. It's in the temple or the church. It's on the Sabbath in the beauty of holiness. That's how God looks at it, where we pray and we worship. We get into the word. The move of the spirit takes place. And we give in our service, in our tithes and offerings. And we honor God through communion and water baptism and the covenant of marriage. Wow, the five essentials, family worship, then authority, then appointed and anointed, then generational, and finally, full circle, church worship. We start with family worship, we end with church worship. It's wonderful. It's the five essentials for the family Bible revolution. Oh boy, gotta go. See you tomorrow. You have been listening to the Choose You Netcast with Jim Langlois. If you have enjoyed this program, you can find out more about Jim Langlois Ministries on the Master's House website at tmhnow.org. That's tmhnow.org. On the media tab, you can listen to many more messages, subscribe to my daily devotional emails, and follow the link to my blog site. If you'd like to write me or become a financial partner with this ministry, my address is The Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. That's The Master's House, Post Office Box 1568, Mechanicsville, Virginia, 23116. Online donations can also be made at tmhnow.org, and my email address is pastorjim at tmhnow.org. This is Jim Langlois saying be blessed, you and your whole household. Until next time. Choose you this day, but that's for me and my house, me and my house, me and my house.